Ready to uh, to start? Yeah, we can start. It's okay. fine with me. So I just do need to pack this up. podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Big H, a.k.a. Huey, a.k.a. a hell of a lot of trouble, a.k.a. high as hell. So thanks for joining us today. We're going to go over uh, high relationships where one or more of the partners in the relationship uh, use marijuana on a regular basis or, you know, could be considered a, a pothead. Um, Today we're joined by a, a special guest and someone I, I hold uh, near and dear to myself. Um, she is a known wife of a pothead. Uh, she's a excelling professional um, in her uh, in her life as well as a business owner, and uh, definitely like to deem her as a social media marketing enthusiast and expert. Um, and her name is Kitty, aka the Big Cat. What up? Thanks for joining us, Kat. And I'm not an influencer on social media, unfortunately. So. Oh yeah, about just that. an enthusiast. Just an no enthusiast. No influence. Uh, I, I, get, well, I mean, I think you're an enthusiast of every aspect. Well, you of better, but. <laughs> I mean, I mean, right? But um, you know, I think the listeners they they know a little bit about me. Why don't you uh, give us a little background on yourself? Oh man. Um, well, like you introduced me, I am in social media and marketing um, for a company that I work with. I also own my own business, doing little side hustling. Um, I am married to a pothead. Um, you know, I'm a dog lover. I love doing stuff outside. And, you know, I just like Hanging out, watching reality TV, and who doesn't love that? <laughs> I think we all love that reality TV. Everyone loves it secretly. They just don't come out and say it. That is very it's true. It's so true. And even though most of it's fake, but... Well, yeah, but that's what makes it so good. Yeah, who doesn't love a good storyline? Right. Um, I think since I have the J in my hand, it's a, it's a good time to ask you... Uh, do you smoke marijuana? <laughs> um, occasionally, yes. Occasionally. Um, I used to a lot. And then, you know, we all have that one bad experience. And oh. then everything just goes to shit. And you're like, I am never doing that again. Oh, yeah. I think we've all been there a yeah. few times. And, uh, you know, with your bad experiences, you've got to have quite a few good ones. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had more good than bad. It's just that <laughs> one bad, <laughs> that one bad situation just, you know, kind of didn't ruin it for me, but it made me realize, wow, I never want to get that high ever again. So how'd it go down? What happened? <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, God, we're putting her on the spot today. She so, was not prepped for this one. Um, on the way to the movies... And decided to go for an L ride on our way there. Uh-oh. <laughs> and everything on the way there was great. And we went and saw the movie Star Wars, by the way, which was, it was pretty good. Um, so then we're leaving. 
and someone didn't use a blinker. <laughs> and we got pulled over. And the first thing that was said to me was, don't move, but move and grab that blunt that is inside of the center console. <laughs> and you know my first reaction? Probably immediately to do it. I did, and I ate that half a blunt ash and all. Oh, oh my shame. God. That was the what most disgusting shame. thing. Oh my God. In the world. That is and awesome. I remember asking, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, how high am I gonna get? Am I gonna get? I, I had so many questions. I was like, am I gonna get really high? Am I gonna like not be able to function yeah, after you're, this? You're gonna be fine. And you know you're what was said to me? Fine. No. That's exactly what was said to me. So I wonder who was telling me this. Absolutely fine. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Because if I had known what was going to soon follow, I would have gone and like made myself throw up. I mean, who wouldn't want to eat a blunt? I mean, this thing's probably halfway full. It's got tons of weed in it. And it's like, someone who doesn't smoke on the reg is someone. (laughs) I remember waking up at 3 a.m., not being able to feel my body. And I literally thought I was like a caterpillar in a cocoon. Like, I could not move. Yeah, that would scare me too. Did you turn into a butterfly? I wish, but no. Oh, she was high enough to turn into a butterfly. Exactly. I was high (laughs) enough to fly away if I really wanted to. Holy hell. I, yeah, I, uh, I definitely have eaten weed. I haven't eaten a whole blunt before. Actually, there's been a time that I've had to eat a blunt. It's and always I got an like to the edible part of the weed. Like I could smoke yeah. it. I'll be, I don't really know. I'll be fine. It's just so eat it. edible oh. that just fucks me over. What was the most you've ever like eaten uh, like edible wise? I have no I idea. No idea. Oh. Probably yeah. that whole half blunt. That half <laughs> probably one. the most MGs that I've ever most, had. It wasn't in weight, it was in length. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Hilarious. So, you know, you said you were married. And um, for those that don't know, yes, I, I am married to Kitty. And, lucky um, him. Yeah, I'm, the, uh, I'm super lucky she's putting up with me. It's ridiculous. I'm in the studio packing bongs, smoking blunts. You know, she loves it, but uh, she puts up with me. I love her to death. And um, when I thought about a, a topic to do on the podcast, I thought, well, if we're doing a high relationship, I got to find somebody that is with someone that's a huge pothead and gets high all the time and you know, might be able to function in normal society, but that is probably why he's always high all the time. No one really knows when he's sober. So I figured, well, my wife, Kitty, is going to be the perfect person to talk about, you know, how it's been uh, to be dating and then, of course, marrying a pothead and give maybe a little advice on that. And, um, you know, my first question to to you, Kat, is that uh, how do you spot a pothead? Oh, God. Like, what is your key sign? It's of like, like uh, of course, you know, it's the stereotypical, like, hippie bro or like, you know. Got my beanie on. Yeah, my, you know, uh, that kind of tea. stuff. Right. <laughs> However, if, say, like, you get into someone's car and they have a lighter but no Ooh. cigarettes, oh. 
that's when you know. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, why do they have that? Like, I haven't seen them. Like, because with, with uh, cigarette smokers, you can smell this, the cigarettes on them. But, I mean, you can with pot smokers, too. But if you're actually in the car, say they, like, detail the car before they came and picked you up. Then, and you saw a lighter and no cigs, then, yeah, that's how you know. But then it's, like, also the stereotypical, you know, like... Oh, is there's a little roach in your ashtray here. Right. <laughs> uh, do you have tinted windows in your car smell of a musk? Exactly. Does it smell like a head shop in here? <laughs> do you do you burn incense in here? <laughs> do you burn incense in here? And if what kind? I, I burn dragon's blood and <coughs> wizard or whatever that one wizard is. Wizard and magical wand. They all smell like shit. They all smell good from the sticks point of view. You like that. You like that in your, your fucking like house sounds Dutch. yes. A smelly butt. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, uh, I I've known you for a while, but um, you know, I of course you've dated others in the world. And when you were thinking about, um, you know, you think, thinking about that very first date, you know, is it in your preference to be like, yeah, my guy had to be able to smoke pot or? or no, smoke? that was not a preference. No, not really a preference. Did he even come up and thought like, here's my checklist. And well, no, like the funny the- thing is, is like, the first boyfriend I had, I smoked weed and he did not. And he fucking like got so pissy at me. He was like, I can't believe that you do this. It was kind of like the opposite on my end. That's amazing. And then, of course, at one point in time, you met your match. Of course. And and he, he smokes. But if you could tell somebody, you know, like, on a first date, you know, it's your first time probably meeting them for in a in a romantic space, mm-hmm. and like you're you're interested, you don't really know much about this guy. Like, what is gonna give away that he's a pothead? Well, I said the well, lighter in the car. Of course, the lighter in the car. Right. Let's imagine you showed up and it's in a public area. You guys okay. are on terms of like, yeah, let's just ride in my car somewhere. Meet me at the bar. He walks in the door. And actually, he's sitting at the bar because, you know, he better be early. Let's admit this. Right. He better not be late because no one wants a late guy. And, uh, you know, and then you go from there. Like, what would be the first thing? Kind of the indications. The what? Like the indications of that they're a pothead when you first meet them. Yeah. See, that's a really tough one because you have, let's be real. Almost everyone smokes weed now. Everybody. And... The thing is, is like you can't always tell who a pothead is. Um, right, or how frequent? However, if they were like a pothead, like a straight up, like you know, then his eyes would—you could tell by his eyes that he, that he was high. So then you could be like, oh, he's he's oh. a pothead. Oh, he's a pothead. He showed up high on this date. Right. Oh man, what would you think if you if you just really knew he was high on the very first date? I wouldn't like, care. Showed up high. I mean, it's the same as like getting like drunk or whatever like right before right i think so too i think that i don't think it calms people's nerves so like i don't really think that it's a bad thing yeah i think it it does and you you don't go and be like on the first date and the first question is do you smoke weed (gasps) and then like they're like oh yeah i do and they're like yeah you want to go into my car like no i just met you i'm not gonna go to your fucking car yeah, what's your name? You want a hit of my of my Right, day? I'd be like, oh, am I going to get thrown in the trunk? Like, what the fuck? What car? Is it an alleyway, dark lit area? No, no lit area? Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I uh, I I think that if if a guy were to show up or a girl show up and it was like our first date, I don't think for a guy's perspective I would even know if the girls apply. Most girls mm-hmm. are really good at knowing, unless you're with like a heady mama who's already a hippie. Right. You know, kind of I was gonna say up. then you go back to the whole stereotypical yeah, the like appearance, things. quote unquote. Absolutely. And then you know I was just thinking, what would be like my first you know, tell all. And would it be like a, a physical thing? Would it be like a mental thing? I I don't think girls put it out there that easy. No. And so I think that I'd have to figure out a way to get it out of them somehow. Mm-hmm. So like from the girl's perspective, like at what point in time, if you knew that like I was a smoker, would you just be like, yeah, like, I'm high, would you say anything? Like, how would I get you to tell me that you also smoke? Mm. Just make a SpongeBob reference and then you're not. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Krusty Krabby. Um, I was thinking about pizza today. Let's see. I don't know. I mean, if someone were to ask me, I'd be like, I would just say it straight up. I mean, you know, sometimes, but sometimes. Sometimes. But I wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, I smoke, you know, 24 hours a day and then right. go like cuz then you just sound like you're fake. Exactly, it's like that attractive, probably not, like unless you're into that type you're like, "Oh my god, I really need a girl that smokes" because I don't know many dudes that would just say that, but at the same time I'm not that type, so maybe I just don't speak for everybody, but Right. Um I think that like if if I was able to conceal that I was a smoker the whole time. The only way that I would probably tell somebody on a date and like the first time meeting them, hopefully they didn't know, maybe I'm wearing a suit and you know, I was just kind of very, very cunning and nice and they thought that it it was going somewhere. Probably at the end of the date, if we were gonna go somewhere afterwards, I'd probably be like, you know, do do you mind if I smoke a little bit of weed? And if you would be like, oh no, that's fine. I'd be like, if you'd like to engage, like that, I'm down and yeah. see what you would, you know, be receptive to. And if you'd be like, oh no, it's all you go for it, then okay, cool. I would just hurry up and do it, put it away, not make it a big deal. But if you were kind of like chill with it and being like, oh yeah, no worries, I'm not, I'm not too big about it. I wouldn't go and like pull out the fattest blunt on right. you, like, yo, here's my 20 grand. Go in your trunk and just grab the bong that you bring <laughs> yeah. around with you, like the collapsible bong. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're cool with it. Yeah, let me just pull out all these fucking yeah, things like, in my car. Yeah, like contraction. <laughs> oh, con- the contractions. Not the contractions. contractions. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got all these contractions. <laughs> But seriously, I would be like, you know, just kind of subtle things. If you are, probably just be conscious of that. Like, unless you met this girl on like WeDating.com and you guys are right. in shop, exactly. You know, then you know what's up. But uh, you know, as long as you guys don't base your first initial reactions off of your hobbies for your relationship on the first date, it's more like getting to know each other as a whole. And at least it's not all about getting high. Of course, Kat and I were together for a while, and you know, I was I've always been smoking. My thing is, I, I'm always. Hi, I smoke every day, every morning, whenever. Just not an occasion like, for all me. the time. Yeah, I don't, like, make it a deal. I don't even do anything like that anymore. I just kind no, of... No, I mean, it, it, it's, like, normal now. Like, yeah. not going to lie, when, like, we first moved in together, I was like, holy shit, like, he smokes a lot because we would only see each other on weekends when we were really dating. 
And yeah, I, I would see, you know, the weekend seshes and stuff, but I thought it was just kind of a weekend sesh. But then, you know, once we moved in together, I was like, oh no, this is a all day, every day kind of thing. Every single day. So, I mean, it was definitely something to get used to, especially since, you know, we didn't have a little storage area, so your shit was just laying out all <laughs> fucking where. But... <laughs> yeah, it was bad. We but, looked like yeah, it was bad. Yeah, but I mean... It's just one of those things that if you love the person enough and that's who they are and then you get the fuck over it and accept it. Like, you can't change someone who's been doing this for so long. Right. And I would never try to change it anyways because I know how much of a dick you are if you don't smoke. Exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I really am. I get all stressed out. Oh, God. Here's my bowl. And, you know, so, of course, you, we, we talked about, you know, what you do when you first start dating and of course let's imagine you do start dating and you know we were really, really talking about that but then we fast forward a little bit more where we are talking about now you are married and you know what like like Kat has found that it's not something that is like a big deal because it's kind of what has become a daily habit it's something that is not even a, a, a thing so um I'm I'm trying to figure out, you know, if you guys are married, you know, you're not going to see any noticeable differences in the people because by that time that you're married, you should know everything about that other person. Exactly. And so let's let's imagine for the guys that, you know, are worried that things will change, <coughs> you know, because they're smoking and uh, they think that, well, I better put this down because I have to get more serious. Like if this is something that you're going to be doing because it's for you, then she's going to support you, too. And if and that goes for for all the women out there in the same regard, because, well, women and men too, because yeah, the roles could be reversed. And, exactly, and and so it's it's something just to like kind of like Kat was saying, just kind of like live with. And uh, if you do if you do see, start seeing noticeable differences, like I get a little angry sometimes, I might need a little bull rip. But you know, if you start seeing noticeable differences, you know, you can always you know smoke the most peaceful thing. And, and, and talk it out and have a conversation about, hey, you know, I don't like it when you do it like at these type of events or I think that around our family you shouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. and, and like be open with it because you guys are being so open about everything else. Like, oh, he smokes all the time or she smokes all the time. At least be open with each other about those instances because now you're married and you are going to go through personal experiences mm -hmm. of, hey, you know, my parents are coming over. Please don't smoke in the house in the morning. Like, that's probably something you guys should just tell up front, not like, oh, I got to get high still, you know, be at, like, work, go outside and do that thing, you right. know? And so you just, like, be conscious why you are doing that because you're with this person forever. You want to make it work. You don't want to make it be a pain to anybody. And, of course, you want to still get high and have fun. So just as, as you are married, you know, I mean, do you feel the same? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's all about the open communication with, I mean, that's with anything, but... Yeah especially if you feel a certain way, like, about, like, the, you're saying, the events or family and stuff like that. Especially if, like, the other person's family doesn't really know that your significant, that their significant other smokes. Um, it's, like, it sucks that it has to be such a secret still, but... Right. But, I mean, it is what it is. Some people just will never accept the, that fact, but... Yeah, we're from a time where, when we were growing up, pot wasn't even... 
a discussion. No one you couldn't talk about with your parents. If so, you had like the cool underground parents. Right. The news didn't have this going on where everyone was like, oh yeah, Initiative 71 in DC, that's a cool thing, Denver's legal. None of that was ever even talked about or even whispered in the wind. It wasn't about that. If you found weed, you were like, hush, oh, hush. Shit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was, it was a different time back then, but to just kind of like getting back to, you know, some of this advice is, you know, um, I'd, I'd definitely give you some valued advice when it comes to, um, going on dates or, or being someone that is high all the time. And you are thinking about being with uh, a, a potential future partner. Um, you know, first things first, don't get too high before the date mm-hmm. and be like tired or over talkative like or like boring af where you just (laughs) don't say anything because you're like in that paranoid mode like (laughs) (laughs) you're like so did you see the clouds and was floating i was like oh my god i had to rush you real quick you're like can you just (laughs) right (laughs) you know so just just relax and if if you need a little bit just do that but just remember it's not like you're gonna go to smoke-a-thon with someone you're gonna get to know for the first time so just think about that um I always say that uh, you should think about saving the crazy conversations for later. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, girls, you don't want to go into like some philosophical shit like on your first date. You want to know why? Why? Because just like guys are like, oh, that bitch is crazy. We'd be like, yo, this fucker is crazy. Like, I am not going out with his ass again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm never, I'm erasing this, ghost his ass. Right. Real quick. Right. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, you know, so just think about that, you know, it's all great to be philosophical and really put your things out there, but, you Get know, to know her first. Yeah, get to know <laughs> or her. Or him first. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always, I'm like, you know, don't get your pickup line from Discovery Channel. She's not going to want to know about some stuff that's happening in the world, some environmental stuff. She's gonna, probably going to want to know like, a little hey, bit about Like, hey, did you know the polar are. bears are actually black? <laughs> oh, my God. You want to know why? <gasps> no. <laughs> I totally agree. And I feel like there's a lot of advice we can give out to people. What kind of advice do you have for them? I mean, uh, you definitely want to focus on what they're saying, like your date saying. Um, Make sure that you ask questions about what they're talking about just because that way they know that you're listening to them. Um, And then body language, definitely. Because, you know, say you do smoke before the first date, you don't want to kind of look slouchy or like you're bored with the conversation. Like you want to engage with your date and like look like, you know, you're, you're into them. Yeah, absolutely. And like, not like dull staring either because you're right, just like so no baked. blank stares. Like, <laughs> like she knows or he knows yeah. like he's just looking at you like, mm. oh, his mind is somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, sober, high or drunk. That's probably a good tip. Yeah. Yeah. In all aspects in all, of dating. All, yeah. In all <laughs> aspects. That's definitely a good thing. You know, and I've definitely been there before where I got sidetracked because I was too high. That didn't turn out well. Uh, so definitely, definitely don't do that. Yeah. Um, I've wanted to pl- start playing games with the guests that I have on the podcast because I think that you know, they, they get it, they know the mind kind of going. So the game I'm going to play is going to be philosophy or high idea. High deal. High idea. <laughs> so it's like a high idea or, you know, a quote of, of something that somebody might have philosophized <laughs> or it was a completely high idea. So the first one is, uh, for, for like an example, 
Beginnings are usually scary and endings are usually sad, but it's everything in between that makes it all worth living. That sounds like some Disney movie shit. Right? Like some closing. Yeah. Like it, it could be anything. And so <laughs> do you think it's just like something from a movie or a philosopher, like a, like a, you know, like a true philosophy or do you I think I feel it's... like I've heard this before, but at the same time, if, if it's not, I'd be like, oh shit, was this my, was this my iPad one time? <laughs> like, did I, did I Am I that? this philosophical? <laughs> oh my God, did I say that? Oh shit. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say it's a philosophy. And it's Fuck from Bob yeah! Marley. I knew I heard it. Yes. You have heard it before. You have. I definitely say it is We're a good philosophy. Out, you're starting out easy. Oh yeah, this oh, is this is this go. isn't this isn't anything. So the second would be you know you're in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams. I feel like this is a movie quote. I feel like this is a movie quote. Some fucking chick flick shit. <laughs> oh shit, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it's a philosophy. It is Dr. Seuss philosophy. There better be more. Yeah, there's okay, there's yeah. oh there's quite a few for you here. It's sick. I don't have a problem with people, and if I do, I address it. Philosophy or high idea. <laughs> um, we got a guest star in the building. Big T. T money. Um, T money. Uh, I'm gonna go out on the limb. I'm gonna say philosophy. Ooh, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, yeah. I'd give that oh, high idea. Is that that's a high idea? High idea. Really? Let's 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 figure this out. So just because he smokes weed means that it's a fucking high idea? Oh, here we are. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. That's bullshit. Yeah, come so on. It's, it, it's, it's a if quote. somebody who So it gets has to high, be like some fucking guy that gets a Nobel Peace Prize? That, that so gets, it could be like a, this, it could be from like a doctor or from a, a rapper. Dr. Seuss really a doctor. Hey, that thing That's teetered on the edge. I wondered. Listeners, let us know if Dr. Seuss is a real doctor. We really want to actually hear this feedback. <laughs> I do. I do want to know, actually. Because I'm too lazy to do my own research. Don't even look it up on your phone right now. <laughs> I was thinking about Make it. Make them work for it. Um, let's see. What's the next one? Um, okay. Okay. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you don't do than by the ones you did do. See, now I'm Is it home. from a philosophy I'm gonna say philosophy. I'm gonna keep going with this philosophy okay. shit. Okay. Mark Twain. Fuck yeah. Yes, it is. Did he smoke weed though? No. He wrote Tom Sawyer, right? He probably did. He probably smoked a mad ton. Mm -hmm. He was probably sitting there just like, 20 years. Well, technically, Dr. Slow Seuss, down. we all know he was doing LSD, probably. You'll be more disappointed by the things that you don't do. Yeah, totally. All right, ready? Yes. Those who dare to fail miserably can achieve greatly. Hi, dear. 
Ooh, John F. Uh, Kenny. Uh, I don't know if John, JFK got probably high. Not. Probably not. Okay, here we go. They're not gonna be too easy from this point on. Oh, great. Is marijuana addictive? Yes, in the sense that most of the really pleasant things in life are worth endlessly repeating. Oh, that is deep. Well, you did like that smoking motion. I don't know if you're trying to trick me into saying it's a high idea. Definitely. Yeah, you're right. Now, this was a 16th century writer. Most people don't know about this. He used to get baked all the time. Richard Neville. He was epic. Hmm. Um, I want to leave everyone now. I think I think Kat would score. She, she won at this game. She had four. No, let's count I don't them. Let's know. count them. Let's count. I got the. I got that one, one right. So one, two. two. I got that one wrong. Three. Got that one wrong. Four. Oh yeah, I did. She won. So, Sick. Kitty's the first winner of the game. Hey. I think that we'll have to add more in the end to make it like six or seven or eight, but make them That's like. Too many. Okay, make them way easier. <laughs> make them way easier. So my closing idea would be: What if people who have anxiety are just unaccustomed to the way the world works because this is the first incarnation of their soul on Earth? And confident people are at ease with the world because they have already been incarnated multiple times and in a sense already know the world works. High idea. Right That's there. a serious high idea. It's very interesting to think about though. Absolutely. And um, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Check us out on Instagram at Rotten Buds Podcast. Check us out on SoundCloud, Rotten Buds Podcast. And stay tuned to some of our next episodes. Uh, DM us at Rotten Buds with topics for uh, discussion in the future. We want to hear from you. We're going to keep having Cat come back. The big K. The big dog. And we're out. Peace. Peace.